Get Certified Together program is created by Technocofe, your free online knowledge sharing website based out in London. Processing unit so that they can they can perform their day-to-day -day work, they can run their day-to-day -day softwares. When you're deploying your application on top of a server, you need a processing power on that server. Some of the key providers like Intel and ARM, they provide these processors and you have a hell lot of options to choose what kind of processor you want, what kind of uh, hardware you want to deploy on your data center, on top of which then ultimately you will be deploying your application. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Cat Certified Together series. This is episode number 32 I am recording today. We have already covered domain 1 and domain 2. So big congratulations to all of us. We are pretty much clear about cloud basic, basic of cloud security, cloud infrastructure security, different type of cloud, cloud deployment models, cloud service models. We are having a good idea now about data lifecycle as well, how we can make sure that our data is secured, our information is always with us, no one takes it from us. And just related to that, you know, I got one mail just last day from my Google account that my one of my password is hacked. They were not sure about which one, so they sent a list of password which might be insecure and they just mentioned that there is a potential leak happening somewhere on the internet and and there is a chance that one of your account was in that list as well so you make sure that you change your password and this remind us again related to the, the same thing security cloud security information which we are securing onto the cloud whether it's secure or not accounts which we are creating randomly all those single sign-ons all those using our gmail id to just register anywhere just using the cookies and making sure everything is public and we are just going through on and on and on trusting someone with our own personal information and this is something which is really scary in a way but 
it's part of life we have to do it these days and back in india we have a saying that your safety is on your own hands it's not like if you are using aws or if you are using some application if you are using some cloud services then you can simply rely on them it's not like that you have to make sure that you are using secure password you are regularly changing your passwords you are regularly uh, making sure that that password is complex enough it's not simply your name or combination of your names so there can be an n number of scenario where your information can be leaked outside and cloud security cloud information security is a key thing now is a big topic now because most of the information most of the data is stored on the cloud most of the applications which we are using on our phone on our laptops is actually hosted onto the cloud in backend all in all you have to make sure that you are doing your bit you have to make you have to ensure if you are uh, deploying that application that you have to ensure that you are using that application you are deploying that application in a secure manner if you are from the cloud service provider side you have to make sure that you are providing a secure infrastructure to your end users so everyone have to play their part to make sure that everything is secure everything is always updated and always in the right hands on personal front i didn't recorded anything last week because there was summer break again for the kids in the school and of course my if my kid is at home then i cannot record anything i cannot do anything innovative so only thing i did was i just prepared for the next week episode which is today and it was pretty easier for me this time because like i told you last time that what will be going on from now is cloud infrastructure security and i am from the cloud infra background as well and it was kind of like a cakewalk for me i immediately finished three or four topics and i was so eager to share everything with you guys but i know if you are not from the same background then it can be a bit overwhelming so i'm not covering everything but for sure it was easier for me to prepare this week's episode because most of the things i have either already covered in in, in the chapter 1 where we covered cloud infrastructure basic most of things are already covered there as well and for me because i am working in that field so it's it was easier for me to grasp those topics and grasp the information and share it with you as we go on we will be covering that cloud information security from now onwards from today's weeks onward what else we did last week I went to Kew Garden if you are not from England if you never been here then Kew Garden is a place in inside London city itself there is a big garden I'm, I was not really sure how good it might be because back in Singapore you already have a lot of gardens so it's not kind of thing which you really feel excited about but when we went there it was actually pretty good they have maintained it really well it was kind of like a different place even in within the london city itself when you have so many buildings and everything is crowded everything is a lot of people are there but when you go to that place it's quite open lot of greenery lot of flowers and because of the summer and spring time it was kind of like we felt it was the best time to visit that place although later only we came to know that in winter they put a lot of lights and lot of decorations there so it's it's a good place to visit in winters as well so maybe probably will go in winter as well but yeah it was a nice visit that time i am learning lot of things i am facing lot of challenges in my existing day to day project work and i felt that i should be sharing some information in some kind of way to everyone so probably not here but in some another way probably a youtube video i'll make soon or maybe i'll write a blog on my website technocoffee.com to just make you guys aware what kind of things what kind of challenges i am getting these these days in my cloud deployments and cloud day to day work because those things are bit longer and they have a lot of information i don't want to share it here in the same episode because otherwise it will be kind of messy first time discussing about my cloud operational issues and then i'm straight away moving towards cloud security those things 
are not really the same uh, we have to make sure that those things are covered in a different episode so either i can make a make an episode in the same podcast series or i can create a completely different thing as well i am just thinking over i am just noting down i am just accumulating as much information as i can because i really don't want to put in effort of creating a youtube video only for a single topic so it's better if i have a lot lot and lot to offer then only it makes sense to create kind of a youtube series with few of the challenges which i am facing and which might be helpful for someone who is doing the similar kind of deployment in their setup so something similar i i am thinking over these days and if something comes up then for sure i will let you guys know and today is aws summit in london i was supposed to be there i am not going there because i have work at home and sometimes you have to just just decide what's your priority and for me priority was to stay at home and take care of my kid Uh, that's what i'm doing today i was not the going there part of that aws summit i think platform con is also starting today it is a remote conference so i can of course attend that for another two days but yeah i really wish to go aws summit this time in because it's happening in the same city where i'm living in and of course it's good to go there to learn what's new coming up in aws and what happened in the last weekend the big heartbreaking news for me personally and all the united fans out there we lost in the final against the rivals manchester city and it was kind of bit upsetting i kind of knew that we had a tough chance against a strong team but of course you always hope for positive and that's what i thought maybe we are maybe a bit of luck here and there and we can really pull it off but in the end it happened like what was expected although i am bit happy with the score line it just 2-1 so it's not worse than that when you are having a, such a strong team in your opposition you believe me united had their fair share of bad defeats in the past 2 or 3 years so this result although we lost but it was kind of close 2-1 is absolutely fine there were some moments where we really felt that we we might have a chance of coming back from from behind and maybe take it all the way to the extra time or maybe to penalty shootout it didn't happen but yeah of course it hoping something better in the in the next season but i really wished that we would have stopped Manchester City from winning treble if you are not aware then treble is the scenario where a team wins three trophies in a single season city now have won two already and next i think this week itself they have or maybe next week they have the their final game of the season if they win that game as well they will be having three trophies only united have done that in the past in english premier league and that's kind of another upsetting thing for me as well because i really don't want someone to take away the record which only united holds but like beckham mentioned in one of the interview it's really not about like who is winning in the next time because you will find down the line after decades someone someday is going to win the treble again and it's not something united can stop themselves but they can always be only one team with which did it for the first time and which is united so something to cheer about we did it for the first time all right i think i talked a lot about personal random stuff and i think it's good time to move into our main topic main discussion today cloud infrastructure security before moving to today's topic let's have a quick break When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, like I said, today we are covering chapter three. We are starting with cloud infrastructure building blocks. If you recall, we already covered that in part one in chapter one, but it's part of the syllabus. And ultimately, like I said, I think I clearly recall I told you guys in, I clearly recall I told before in during chapter one as well that cloud infrastructure building block is a key component if you're trying to understand security because if you don't know what you're securing how you're going to secure that so i think that's the only reason they are bringing it again in chapter three but it's okay means uh, i don't have any issue with it because it's actually kind of a repeating thing for us so let's start with today's topics and first is cloud infra block what are the three basic cloud infrastructure building blocks compute storage and networking so we're gonna start today again with those three things. First, let me start with compute. Now compute is nothing but processing power. Processing power is what? Your normal CPUs. So if you, you want to run some application, it will need some core, it will need some processing unit so that they can, they can perform their day-to-day -day work, they can run their day-to-day -day softwares. When you're deploying your application on top of a server, you need a processing power on that server. Some of the key providers like Intel and ARM, they provide these processors and you have a hell lot of options to choose what kind of processor you want, what kind of uh, hardware you want to deploy on your data center, on top of which then ultimately you will be deploying your application. So compute is kind of like a key critical building block and without compute or an under-provisioned compute can lead to your application not performing as expected and in case of cloud when we talk about all this scalability all this elasticity those big terminologies we need high compute power we really need high-tech latest softwares we really need high-tech latest processors only then those big heavy application can perform their day-to-day -day work if you are storing the, your information if you are running sort of like a data analytics model onto your cloud system onto your servers they must be having processing power to really run those model to really do those day-to-day -day analytics and that's why it's really important that you dimension your hardware you dimension your computes properly only then your application will not have a, any kind of lagging they will not be facing any kind of issue while installing new things or while updating your application which you are deploying on onto your server for networking bit it's pretty straightforward as well everything should be connected you are accessing those application you are accessing anything which is running on the cloud from where from your laptop how it's reaching your laptop from the internet so setup which is there on the cloud should somehow be reachable all the way from internet to your laptop how you can make sure that 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 is happening you have to lay in all those cables you have to make sure that there is a there is a network switch network routers there in the place connected to your servers so that information which is onto the server application which is running on those server can connect back to internet can connect back to your laptop your home system your office premise network anywhere it should be going it should be going via via networking setup and those router those switches should be having enough capacity because like i told 
Applications are getting heavier these days. With heavy application, you need better compute power. If there is heavy application, compute power is more, the data size is also increasing. It's not like if we are watching YouTube video, we can watch it in those old 240 kbps kind of thing now. Everyone is running these 4K videos, 8K videos, HDRs. They are heavy data which need to be transferred from point A to point B. How it's coming from, for example, YouTube server to your laptop. It is coming via some kind of pipeline, some kind of fiber network is already in place on those YouTube data center coming all the way from internet to your laptop. And those fiber, those cables are connected to some kind of switches, some kind of routers. So those routers, switches should be having enough capacity. They should be having enough port bandwidth so they can allow this big heavy information transfer from point A to point B. So we have to make sure that we have good high spec networking equipment as well. IP address allocation is one of the key critical thing in the cloud because now everything is onto the cloud. You are set up anything, even I think even in the traditional data center or those traditional on-premise setup or private IT cloud as well, IP address allocation is a must to have because what you really don't want is two people or two machines using the same IP addresses. You really have to make sure that everyone is allocated a unique block, everyone is having a unique IP address with them. And that you can make sure by using a proper kind of IP address allocation management system. Those IPAM systems will make sure that IP associated or IP allocated to any machine or any device or any system will not be reallocated to another system onto the network. So you can easily track who is using which IP schema, who is using which CIDR block and make sure that there is no overlapping anywhere onto your whole network. Otherwise, it's really going to spoil the, the runtime of application. If two applications started using the same IP address, it's really going to make everything a mess. So, so IP address allocation or IPAM management system are a key to have one of the key infrastructure component when we're discussing about this networking building block of the cloud. And we are of course, like in traditional data center network, we in cloud as well, we are using a lot of networking protocols, OSPF, BGP, IBGP, EBGP, a lot of things are coming. And if you are not from networking background, maybe you shouldn't care about them. But if you are from networking side, then you know the importance of those protocols, importance of choosing the right protocol when you are deciding network communication between two devices. Again, cloud may be a fancy term, but it's just another name of a data center. It's just another fancy name of the setup which you used to run on-prem. So even though you are using cloud, you have to make sure that all those networking protocols are also being considered when you are setting up anything onto the cloud. You cannot just randomly go and go there and think that cloud is only about creating an EC2 instance. It's not as simple as that. You have to think over a lot of things related to networking, related to computes, and of course, the next point related to storage. So storage is the, another thing which we covered before. If you recall about object and block storage, both are really important. Both are having a different use cases. Object, if you recall, is something which you store in kind of like a whole file itself or whole document, whole images itself onto the cloud. You dump it on a data lake or on a, on a backend cloud provided system. Those files will be accessible to you using HTTP or REST APIs and you can fetch them from whenever you want, from wherever you want. Block storage on the other hand is kind of like a tradi traditional disk which we, which we have on our laptops or which we used to have on our servers. Those disks which are storing information in kind of blocks and those block storage are mostly used kind of like a backend operating system root disk which we can assign to our instances, assign to our virtual machines or assign to our containers so that uh, they can 
run their application, run their softwares onto that root disk. A different cloud service provider provide their own kind of block storage system as well. But again, storage is one of the key components, just like compute and networking. Now these three building blocks are always there, irrespective of we are setting up on, on a private cloud, on-prem or on a public cloud or on a hybrid system, we need to consider about these three. The next bit which I am talking about is only for the private IT cloud, which is the physical infrastructure. If you are setting up a private cloud, you have to start with setting up a data center. Now data center is nothing but a place where you keep all the servers, all your physical devices in a one place. Those servers will be stacked in a rack. You can have one U unit or two U unit based on the kind of server which you are having. And those servers then will be requiring some kind of cooling as well. They will be requiring redundancy in power. So you have to install two power modules, kind of like active standby in case one power module goes down, secondary power module takes over so that your rack or your servers are always up and running. Same goes for cooling unit as well. You have to make sure that there is an active and standby cooling unit because if data center temperature rises, it can malfunction your servers, your server may go down or they can, they can heat up and they can auto shut down as well. So data center, of course, begin with this basic layout planning that we need to plan out where we are putting it, our rack, we have to plan out our power system. We have to plan out our air conditioning, cooling devices, everything. Once that setup is there in place we have a data center location planned and we need a standby location for the whole data center as well right what if there is a physical impact or there is a physical kind of hazard what if there is a kind of like a physical calamity maybe there is an earthquake or maybe there is a fire in your place where you put your data center a site a location you have to create a site b as well exact replica of the site a so you have to set up a DR site of your data center with everything exactly same. Now it's your call. If you are a big organization, you can afford to run both data center in parallel. You can of course run it. If you are smaller organization, maybe you just set up that site B location, but don't power it on. Leave it as it is just in case. If something goes wrong with site A, you power on the site B and it will of course be time consuming. It might not be a, a kind of active active solution or active and hot standby solution, but it's still better than not having anything for your business continuity. So this is again indirectly related to business continuity planning, which we also covered in one of the subtopic in, I think it was in chapter one as well. So if you think over everything is kind of related, everything is slowly coming back what we covered in chapter one. So for business continuity planning, we need site A and site B of the physical data center. And last bit, which is again applicable for anything onto the cloud, is virtualization. Now virtualization, we have covered it again and again. Virtualization is nothing but the key technology which enables us to use cloud system. If you are running an application onto a single physical server, you're kind of not using the full capacity of that server. You are deploying one application on, on one server, second application on second server, kind of like wasting the resources. With virtualization, you can easily use same physical hardware, same physical server to run three or four applications together. And that's kind of like the thing which we want if you want to save money, right? We want to run multiple applications together. Because remember, all those applications may not be using 100% of the resources always. Even if you check your laptop, you go and check the, check the current utilization of your laptop. Although you are running it, you are using it, it will show that you are 50% utilized or your RAM is 4 GB utilized out of 8 GB. You are using 50 or 40% of the resources which your laptop have. So you are kind of like wasting that other 50% bit 
your laptop have a lot of capacity but the application your google chrome your other things which you are running on the laptop they are not using everything at every time you are kind of wasting the resources but in case of laptop it's absolutely fine it's your device you can do whatever way you want but if you are investing a lot of money if you are investing thousands and thousands of dollar in buying a physical server you really want to use it 100% you really don't want it to be always consuming i don't know 10 or 20% of utilization and just wasting the resource and to make sure that you are running more and more and more applications together on the same physical device you need virtualization now how virtualization can be achieved using hypervisor hypervisor is a software which we run on that physical hardware that ensure that your physical hardware then can support multiple applications so it's kind of that that tiny piece of puzzle which when you install on your physical server your physical server suddenly gets the power of supporting multiple applications and that's what we want we want to achieve kind of like multi application support from our physical hardware from our physical servers so hypervisor make sure that we achieve that hypervisors can be of two type type 1 and type 2 type 1 installed directly on the on your physical server so on your physical server when it boots up it have a kernel it have initial boot module and everything and then straight away it have an hypervisor so it's pretty simple on bare metal you install a hypervisor and Voila! That bare metal can now support multiple applications. In case of Type Two hypervisors, we first need an operating system on top of your bare metal. So, in top of your server, on top of your bare metal hardware, we first install a normal operating system. Maybe we can install Ubuntu, we can install RHEL, Red Hat Linux, or Alma Linux. Anything we can install. Once that base operating system is there, we then put that hypervisor. So that Type Two hypervisor can. only run can only help us achieve the desired result when it have that base operating system so once that base operating system is there on top of it we install our hypervisor then again voila we have a physical device which can support multiple virtual application to be precise so to make sure that we have multiple applications running on top of virtual machines deploy onto the cloud we need virtualization we need hypervisor let me check if i think i missed anything because like i told you i this topic is something which i can speak on and on and on but i don't want to overwhelm you guys so as long as it's part of syllabus we cover it if it's not part of syllabus then i think it's okay to leave it because this topic is never ending and i can speak on it whole day so we should be covering cloud infra component environment network compute ah we are missing management plane what is management plane everything we set up till now our compute our network equipment our storage our physical devices everything need to be controlled everything need to be viewed from a single pane of glass and if something goes wrong or if we want to do day to day monitoring if you want to have kind of like observability of the whole system if you want to perform any changes in that system we should be able to do it via single interface or via single connection and that's what management plane is so if we have a server on top of which we deployed application those applications are connected via some backend networking device to the internet and from internet end users are able to access those application everything is absolutely fine that is kind of like a data network where your real data is flowing where your real application is sending data in and out but that's not where the story ends someone have to manage that application as well someone have to manage that whole infrastructure as well and for that we need a management plane we need a management interface and that management plane or management interface is one of the key thing which anyone have to make sure is there in place otherwise any kind of issue if you are having you have to go into the data center plug in your laptop and do it on the site which is not the kind of model we are building here 
we are building a remote working model we are working remotely these days anything goes wrong with your physical infrastructure if there is a fire there's no option someone have to go there and and replace those hardware but if there are basic day-to-day -day changes if there is something wrong with the networking side if someone is creating a new application and they are facing issues related to network configuration they are facing issues related to their storage side there's no need to go on site there's no need to go into the data center and plug in your laptop and do the things you should be able to do it remotely via some management network, some management interface. You can use inbuilt tools or you can maybe purchase a different solution, a management solution which have in backend interfaces to your multiple infrastructure deployments. Maybe your front-end management application can have interface with your AWS setup, can have interface with your Azure, can have interface with your uh, devices which are on-prem. But in front-end, in terms of user, you are just seeing a simple common management interface and that's the idea behind using management plane and that's the idea behind management interface and it's really important it's one of the thing i don't think we covered it in chapter one so this is something new which we are covering today in this week's episode about management plane or i think we can replace it with control plane as well those two terms can be used interchangeably or they can be having different types as well so we can have a data channel we can have a control channel and we can have a management channel completely separate as well it's all upon your design but it's always there it should be there so that you can manage everything without going yourself without visiting the site yourself and that's the idea behind cloud we have to do everything remotely from our laptop there's no need to go on site there's no need to do anything physical if you want to do anything if you want to get a virtual machine if you want to run an application do it remotely from your laptop do it remotely from your from your own devices all right that's it for this week's episode for next week episode, we'll be covering risk assessment analysis for cloud infrastructure. So now we are really slowly going into the cloud security topics where we are really securing that cloud infrastructure. So next week's topic will be really interesting. Make sure you tune into that and make sure you listen to that episode as well. All right. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Goodbye and good luck. Thank you for listening to Get Certified Together. If you loved our content, then please like and subscribe from your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss the notification for our next episodes and announcements. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.